Hello, tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom based drinks that benefit our immunity, energy, longevity, and keeping us healthy and enhanced in our lives. Four Sigmatic makes a wide variety of blends, including mushroom coffee, mushroom elixir, hot cacao matcha, and superfood blends. I believe strongly in this company. I've been taking Four Sigmatic and it has changed my life. I can't even begin to start my day without a cup of Four Sigmatic in front of me. Right before I meditate or I do anything from speaking engagements to traveling to doing healing on people or just going out in the world and sharing my immense love for this planet and for everyone on it. I feel lit times 1,000. It is literally shifting the energy in my being. I'm talking firing off those synapses, kicking my body into high gear by awakening those electrons, spinning those electrons, getting my body so on point with my focus, my creativity, and my energy. One of the products that I love the most is the Lion's Mane's Coffee. Lion's Mane promotes productivity and focus, and it was known by shamans and monks who take that into their body for meditation, focus, and clarity so they can really tune in to the energies and absorb the knowledge and information that is coming to them from the spirit world. And as you know, on Ancient Wisdom Today, we like to keep it lit all day every day. And how do we do that? By creating magic. And what is magic? Magic is turning up that energy, living our truth, honoring who we are, and doing what's right for us so that we can live a beautiful, powerful, easy, playful, fun, joyous, and just the most powerful life in this now time. So if you don't have Four Sigmatic on your shelf, in your bag, in your briefcase, on the airplane with you, right before you speak, whatever it is that you do, you have to get this. Even for your kids, for your teenagers, pop it in their in their bag before they go to school. This is the drink that literally makes you think. It is powerful and it is enriched with so many powerful mushrooms. And these adaptogens are literally changing the lives of people. And remember, I've talked to you many times before in the past about mushrooms and the networking system of mushrooms when it gets into your body and just really taking your body to a whole new level. So if you're interested in learning more about this amazing company, because I just really want you to know, Tribe, that everything I share with you, I share with you from my heart because I believe in it and I see what it has done for me and my life and all of my friends and family. Go to foursigmatic.com backslash Shaman Durek, and you will get a discount code at your checkout. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com backslash Shaman Durek for your 15% off. I love you, tribe. I love you so much. That is the reason why I choose sponsors that are in alignment and authenticity to what this tribe is about. Staying lit, staying focused, staying driven, and changing our planet for the good. Love you. Enjoy the share. Bye. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator, and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, beautiful souls. And this is Shaman Durek, who loves you beyond 
anything you can imagine. Right now, just know that I am hugging you in my spirit. I'm hugging you with my emotions and I'm hugging you with my mind. And I haven't yet hugged you in the physical yet, but I've hugged you with three other parts of my spirit. And when one day we meet, I will be able to complete that journey of me loving on you and to hug you in the physical. I'm so happy that you're here on today on Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And I just want to make sure everyone is tuned in to the Awaken Your Powers Master's course that Sahara and I did. You know, Sahara Rose is an amazing woman powerful Ayurvedic genius. And we join together our forces to really create something really magical and special for everyone so that they can shift and lift and recognize leadership in no matter what field and how, how powerful you are. This is about taking you to the next level and recognizing your power at a grander scale without all the distractions and the nonsense and the things that get clouded within you know what it means to really bring your vision and your words and your and your your mastery out there in the world it's the most fun no nonsense just real to the heart amazing master's class and you know we we created it at such a low rate um inexpensive rate of $35 to join something that costs would cost like 250 to 300 and if it was a personal or private it could have been up to 2000 and we did it that way so that more people can not make excuses and say well I can't afford it so I can't come and take your your course you can afford it and because there's so many things in our lives that we spend 35 bucks on that really aren't giving anything to us our big investment back and you get to join a part of the Facebook group, the Awaken Your Powers Facebook group, where you get to meet up with people and learn from each other, share with each other, make new friends who are of like mind, and also to just be a part of an amazing tribe of community of, of people who are there to support each other's path and becoming successful. Because there's no competition out there, everyone. Everyone has something wonderful to bring, and there's a lot of stars in the sky. And so we all have to recognize the power that we all bring to life, and that's a wonderful thing. And so that's what the group is all about, is shifting and lifting each other as leaders. Leaders building leaders. So if you haven't signed up for the Awaken Your Powers Master's course, I really highly suggest you check it out. It's very, very powerful and it's really going to really change the way your life is. You can find that at www.iamsaharose.com backslash Awaken Your Powers. And you should just go to I Am Sahara Rose, which is the website and you'll see the Awaken Your Powers tab on there. And you just click it and sign up, take the course, and be amazed and lit because literally it is taking you on a whole nother level of leveling up for yourself and for the people around you in your life. So get ready to be on fire. I'm so happy and so thrilled that we are here together again on Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. You know, I mean, we've been doing these podcasts for, I think, a couple months now, and it's been amazing how many people from all over the world has really benefited and seen their lives change in such ways from everything from being able to be, to bring in their, their true love, to having, you know, money, prosperity, to feeling empowered, to go out there and do what they came here to do, and so much more, not even just the amount of healing. I've gotten so many amazing, amazing beautiful, beautiful messages that have come through from people who have um, experienced and have been a part of Ancient Wisdom Today. And it has been such a gift and an honor to be able to just honor the all of you for being on earth and and being here thus far and still here. You're still here. That's so amazing because we all have gone through so much in our lives. And I think the whole idea of you still being here is really, really important and not just important, but necessary. And I think that when we get into that place of recognizing how necessary you are to the greater plan of life and how wonderful it is that you're still here, you made it, like you could have killed yourself, you could have you know, crashed the car, you could have created every kind of way to get off the planet, but you stayed here. So I just want to honor you and I just want to clap for you right now. 
and just acknowledge how beautiful and amazing it is that you've gone through so much. So give yourself a, a really good pat in the back and make sure today you do something special for yourself. Like, you know, go buy yourself some flowers or a beautiful card and write in the card a, a message to yourself. I, I called, you know, you're still here and, um, I, you know, I did it. And, you know, and just acknowledge yourself, you know, take yourself out to a nice dinner. Perhaps you buy yourself something nice that you feel that you really need that empowers you, but do something really special. I think it's very important on your soul journey to take those moments to acknowledge yourself. And as we're talking about acknowledgement, I want to acknowledge this beautiful message from Tara Perry that came in on the reviews uh, that she wrote. And I really, it really touched my heart. I've been sharing it a lot with some colleagues and friends of mine. Uh, so I'm going to read it to you so you can hear how beautiful it is, how ain't this podcast is changing and shifting and lifting people's lives. Uh, Tara Perry wrote, I shared this podcast with my mother who's always struggled with depression and low self-worth. The changes I've seen in her have been nothing short of amazing. She is the happiest I've ever seen her and she frequently tells me about all of what she's learned and is applying from listening to Shaman Durek. She's finally smiling, dating, and trusting the universe will take care of her needs. I enjoy the podcast too, but what I enjoy even more is the new relationship I have with my mother. Thank you. And I love you, Shaman Derek. Well, Tara Perry, I love you too. And thank you so much for being a part of the tribe and bringing your mother into the tribe for greater healing and transformation. That's what it's about. That's why it's important for us to share ancient wisdom today. We can't hoard it or hold on to it just for ourselves. We need to shout about it. We need to tell people, come listen to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast because Shaman Derek loves you. And if there's anyone in the world who has never told you or you've never experienced love, come to Ancient Wisdom Today. Join our tribe, feel the love that we have for each other, you know, and really be a part of a beautiful movement. And you can also go on my Instagram as well and be a part of that movement as well, where you get to talk to me personally through um, my Instagram lives um, videos, because I do a lot of randoms, which are super fun where I literally will flip the screen and like whoever's name comes on, I put them on live video and we talk and I help you work through things and stuff and you get to talk to me. And so it builds a stronger relationship with me. So you're not just listening to a podcast, you're actually interacting with me, which is wonderful. And I think it's, um, it's very beneficial for me and also for you because I get to interact with you and learn things that you have to share to the tribe. And that's what the tribe is about. It's not about me just talking to you. It's about, that's why I tell people to go to Instagram so that you can be a part of the tribe even more where you get to tell your messages so I can share your messages and your teachings and the things that you feel to the rest of the tribe members as well. And also to myself, because I get to learn from you because we're all here to learn from each other. I'm not better than you. We're all in this thing together. So is that's, that's a beautiful and wonderful thing. Um, so I'm really, really happy about about that. And I think it's really important for us to recognize that when we step into these places in our lives and we step into really recognizing the power that we have inside of who we are, the level of power that's inside of us, we get to a place where we realize that we don't need to put up with nonsense anymore. We don't need to put up with nonsense. We don't need to put up with anything that doesn't support us at the highest level. And uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about today is really getting people to recognize that you do not have to do what you don't want to do. Now, I know that you may think that you have to stay in that job that you don't like, and you have to stay in that relationship that you doesn't work for you, and that you have to stay friends with the person who is just not creating magic with you. And the, the fact of the matter is you don't. You see, in this world, when we came to earth, we, were, we weren't given this the space or the love or the respect that we should have gotten as children, which is for us to have a container to play in as long as we felt like we wanted to play. And then for them to take what we learn from our play and then apply it to us and helping us to see how we can develop ourselves through those things that we actually interact with more on an uh, AVK, which is audio, visual, and kinesthetic. So the thing that we interact with the most, that's what our family should have supported us on and the systems should have supported us on so that we can bring the highest level through our being of service to planet earth you see but what happens is we didn't have that and in fact we had a system that was based on a mentality of slavery which is we put you into an institution we take you out of your play mode we'll so let you play but you'll be playing in pk and k1 and all of these different things in preschool and so forth so you get to elementary school and 
in that process, uh, we're going to monitor you to see if you obey and follow the rules and so forth. And then we're going to give you tests when you get into elementary school to see if you follow the rules even more. And really what it's about, it's not about gearing information and, and education to you in a way that is supporting you and why you came to earth. It's about getting you to see how you can fit into the system and how you can support the system to maintain itself. Now, what is the system? The system is a conglomerate of information and technology and advancements in all types of things that support the system from the medical world to you name it. The system is the system. It is that which feels that it has the right to protect you. The governments, the police departments, the fire departments, like all of these things are part of the system. But the thing is, the reason why the system exists is because we don't feel like we have enough power as a community to make decisions and choices that govern how we operate within, you know, the way we live our lives and so forth. And so, the system requires itself to maintain itself by having people come in and be able to support the system. And then you can fit into that system. That's why there's like, if you go to college, you only have a certain amount of classes that you can elect to take where there's some classes that you can't take. Like you can't take shamanism in college. So in order to learn shamanism, you have to come to me or to a shaman and um, and ask to be trained in shamanism. And there's a lot of things that you can't learn in college that can support you to supporting the to supporting life, not the system. It's about supporting humanity, supporting life, supporting nature, supporting our survival and our thriving on earth so that we can have longevity on this planet and that our children's children's children can have a planet that is worth living with a nice fresh air, clean water, healthy food, and a really beautiful system that's put in place, not the system that is there to keep you a slave, but a functional loving, supportive community that creates a value of awareness for your being and helps you to achieve the, the level of excellence through your being with all of your, your, your capabilities and skills and faculties of spirit to be able to bring that to helping support the evolution of our species. So you're not doing it because you have to work to pay your bills and pay your mortgage or to pay for a car or food and to just to eat the to have the basics taken care of. You're actually choosing to volunteer your knowledge as you are to a community that could utilize your knowledge to be able to advance our species. That's how it's supposed to be. However, when you have a bunch of hoarders and you have a bunch of people who are afraid of change and afraid of other people's belief systems and afraid of the unknown, you have, you know, a divisive, uh, divided um, community that becomes a part of their needing to be a system put in place to keep everyone in alignment. So you've got borders and passports and medical world that doesn't want to evolve itself to realizing that the body isn't just a body, but there's emotions. So there should be emotional doctors and there should be <laughs> mental doctors and not just mental doctors like psychologists, but mental doctors that understand how the mind works with the spirit. So these mental doctors would work with spirit, with the spiritual doctors, and they come in and they work together. So I always think it's funny when men, when doctors will always make comments about like what they think about the spirit world and whatever, but that's not their expertise. It would be like me going in and telling a brain surgeon how a brain surgeon should be and what's real and what's not real. Again, that's not their field. So leave the spiritual people to do to be the spiritual um, healers and doctors that they are. And, you know, and you doctors be the doctors and the emotional and so forth. So we don't have a, uh, a structure that supports the system that we have now that's put in place to create different form of community. So the different form of community can only be created by us realizing that these things are no longer supporting us, right? And if we look at it from this point of view, like when someone goes to a hospital and gets sick, they have a doctor who comes in who looks at the symptom and then they base the symptoms based on all of their you know, there's statistics and things that they've studied that if they have this symptom and they have this symptom, then this is, must be what it is. So let's do some more tests and then we'll rule it out. And if we don't rule it out, then this is what it is. And now we're sort of applying medication or certain types of therapies based on like, you know, radiation or whatever it may be that they decide to do surgery, whatever they need to do to deal with the symptom and so forth. But the symptom is just a symptom and the pulling out of the symptom is a symptom. But if the cause 
and the core is not dealt with, the symptom will return. And that is a silly thing that I find in the allopathic world. And I have a lot of respect for for, uh, medicine. I have a lot of respect for the for doctors um, and for the allopathic world because look, I was on dialysis for ten years of kidney failure, and if I didn't have that dialysis machine, I can assure you that I wouldn't be here today. So I am thankful. However, I'd like to see us instead of being so divided to come together and unite ourselves together and really support a greater understanding of health and wellness on planet Earth. You know, you have the whole health and wellness, and now I'm sure a lot of people who are listening are also health and wellness people too. But what is true health and wellness? Is true health and wellness the understanding that you do yoga and you eat chia seed puddings and you drink kombucha and you learn the lingo of and you do the heart-to-heart hugs and you go to Wonderlust and you eat vegan or you eat paleo or you eat whatever it is. Okay, for me, it's Omad, right? And you live this kind of lifestyle where you drink certain water and you take certain type of... Uh, medicines that are like healthy and organic, whatever it may be. Is that the true definition of health and wellness? I say no. I think true health and wellness is recognizing how we as a species operate within any form of structure. So you can't, you can be a person who goes to yoga and you can be a person who, you know, drinks green smoothies and, you know, you, you are really good at um, doing sound baths or drink, you, you drink kombucha and you do chia seed pudding and you eat kale chips and you do all of these different things. And, you think that is health and wellness. And I have a newsflash for you. It's really not. You can't achieve health and wellness until you understand your dynamic environmental structure. That means that you could be the most healthiest person going to the gym, eating healthy, perhaps you have a raw vegan, you know, vegetarian, whatever it is. Even if you eat meat or chicken, you probably eat grass-fed, you know, free range, whatever it is. And you drink lots of water and you drink kombucha and chia seeds and you go to yoga class and you, you know, you meditate every day. Still doesn't mean you are part of the health and wellness regime because the health and wellness regime only makes sense if you understand your environment and the aggressive energies that are affecting your environment that you would create these types of behaviors such as eating this or doing that or taking a yoga class or meditating to deal with these deconstructive energy forms, right? And so a lot of times what people understand is that if you're, if you are living in, let's say the forest, okay, and you are doing all these things that you think that are making you healthy. If you don't understand the the region and where you live, the climate, the change of weather, the the way that the your structure is set up, the types of people in your structure, uh, the way that you're affected by the elements, the way that you're affected by everything, then you're never going to understand why you should be doing certain things. Like some people live in an environment where meditation isn't really that necessary, as more so is something more physical for them to do to heat up their body and to get their muscles moving and so forth. So I always say to people, it's not about the meditation that you do. Like if you do a quiet meditation versus a mantra versus a guided meditation or a Zen walking, or you're doing more aggressive movements, you know, like in shamanism, we have the shamanic passages, which are really intense movements that open up portals and energies into your body. And then there's Tai Chi and there's all these other different mythologies, Qigong, you know, uh, you know, the list continues, right? So in that space, there is this moment where you have to ask yourself, why are you doing what you're doing? And what is the energy of that doing? And what's it for? Are you doing it because it's quote unquote a trend and that's what it means to be health and wellness and that's what it means to be spiritual? Because then you're doing yourself a great disservice because any way of serving yourself is serving yourself on the multiple levels of your being, not just serving you as an individual um, in, your, in your life because your friends are doing eating chia seed puddings 
and drinking kombucha, you decide to do the same because you want to be quote unquote spiritual and healthy. I, you know, I really see a lot of people doing these things and it's really um, disconnecting them from reality. A lot of people will go and do ayahuasca or iboga or campo or, you know, or, you know, any of the medicines, sapo, you know, all of these different things, peyote, the list goes on, iboga, right? And they're not doing it because of the fact that they're basing it off of all the levels of degrees of energies that they're being affected by from their social environment to their interactive environment where they're interacting with people on a much more kinesthetic level from touch and so forth. And then understanding the audio level of connection and communication from words to music to sound to all of that into the sound of things that are happening in the street around them, if there's a street around them and so forth. And then going from that space to what they're putting in their body health-wise, how are they treating their internal system, such as their liver, their kidneys, their stomach, their large and small intestine, their colon? How are they treating their body mentally? How are they speaking to themselves? You know, all of these things are major, 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 major things to look at when deciding what type of modalities you want to set yourself into to create change, transformation, and evolution in your being. And if you're just doing medicine because someone told you it was amazing and they had this amazing experience and they saw colors and this and that and the other, and that's why you choose to do it, you are what we call a a being who is not living in reverence with yourself and reverence with the sacredness of all things. This is a complete disassociation from the core energy of life and how life is interacting with you. You are literally just doing things for the sake of doing them without understanding the value and principle that each thing brings to you and how it can affect change in your life. Right. So, for instance, for me, I'm a type of person that wants to maintain prosperity in my life and be able to have things that I need in order to thrive and to be able to help people and to be able to make changes when my family needs it or whatever may happen. Where if I want to jump to Paris, I can go to Paris. I don't have to worry about, you know, am I going to afford it or this or that and the other. And so, for me to create prosperity, I know that I become a very prosperous person when I play like a kid. When I play like a kid, I open up the energies of prosperity in my being. So all of a sudden, if I'm singing out loud or if I'm playing with my action figures or playing video games or swinging on the swing set or building forts or doing anything, I'm literally bringing abundance and prosperity in the door in a higher way. Right. And let me get clear about prosperity and abundance. Prosperity is the flow of currency and the level of of currency depends upon how prosperous one is, meaning the flow, the bandwidth of, right? Prosperity is the bandwidth. Currency is just the current and prosperity is the bandwidth of how much currency it is within that current. So it, it could be a huge amount, which means it's very prosperous, or it could be a very little amount. You're still prosperous, but your, your currency is operating at a, at a different scale. Abundance means that you have a lot of something, right? So prosperity is not abundance. I think people get it really, you know, a little confused. And so I like to bring it back to bringing it home, right? Prosperity is a flow of currency, right? So the currency is the energy and the source of that which it's bringing to you. The prosperity is the energy of that currency of its multitude, meaning like how much prosperity? Is it $10 or a million dollars, right? Abundance is the meaning of something that is multiple. So like you could be abundant in shoes, abundant in clothes and be and be non-abundant in finances, right? And prosperity, I mean, as far as currency is concerned and finances. To be prosperous is the flow of that currency constantly, a constantly, constantly building and building and building and coming in your direction. So when someone says, I wish more prosperity upon you, what they're basically saying is that they want the current to be more available in your life. Now, most people block the current of prosperity into their life because they have certain um, poisons or energies in their thinking process and emotional process of old energies that they've been picking up on echoes from their family members or friends or the world or from music or from something. And that's why I say in order to be to have health and wellness, 
It doesn't just mean that it's just about the food that you eat and the, the practice that you have. It's about the mindset. It's about how you feel. And it's about what how what kind of bandwidth span do you have for currents to come in, energy frequencies to come in and fill your vessel, right? And that's what makes you abundant. The abundance is the filling of the vessel from all sources. So you can be abundant, like I'm abundant in, in, in wisdom. I'm abundant in energy. I'm abundant in love. I'm abundant in, in generosity and kindness. So it never runs out and it never needs to be fear-based upon because there's no fear of me not being abundant in love and no fear of me not being abundant and being able to be there and support people with wisdom and knowledge of the the energy and the shamanic and everything that that helps you to become much more of what we call an enlightened being in this embodiment, right? And so as we step into this awareness of like, okay, so abundance is an accumulation of energy currency from prosperity. Prosperity is the flow of that energy and the multitude of that flow of how much bandwidth can come in. So I could say I'm a prosperous person if I have an open bandwidth to allow many doorways and many, how do you say, many rivers filled with abundance of money, abundance of love, abundance of joy, abundance of health, abundance of vitality. And these are things we want to really look at. And then what we want to do from there is get into what is real health and wellness, which is sustainability, right? So getting into true health and wellness, sustainability is the ability to sustain that energy in your life, not by hoarding. Hoarding is the fear-based energy form. It means that you fear that it can be taken from you or that it will run out or there won't be enough. Or if too many people want, you have to um, hoard and you have to barricade and you have to protect because other people want what you have and therefore they're coming for it. In most cases, that means you're really taking on a very narcissistic point of view because that means that you believe that, that people want what you have and therefore you'll create it to be that way so that you can be right about it because really what it means is you're putting yourself above other people. I don't have this belief that people are want to want to take from me or what I have. I know people just want to have for themselves has nothing to do with me. I just remove myself out of the equation. If someone steals from me, it's not that they're stealing from me, it's that they're asking to be filled up and no one's filling them up. So the only way that they know how to fill themselves up is not to wait on another person to pour in their vessel, which is the way things show up in our lives, right? Another person pours into our vessel and another person pours in our vessel. And depending upon how comfortable we are within our vessel, and that really comes down to understanding the vessel itself. Are we a vessel that is open to being poured into? Or are we a vessel that's closed down and thinks that if someone pours into us, they're going to want something from us or they're going to hold something over our head or they're going to take advantage of us? But the truth of the matter is no one can take advantage of you, hold anything over your head or hold you ransom or put you in some form of debt but yourself. And that comes from your inability to see that you're the one creating those thoughts and ideas and therefore you're giving them power by breathing into them life. Look, I'm totally okay with people who want to take. I am okay with takers. Takers are okay for me. It's I get to choose when I want to give for those takers to have. I know that takers are in the mode of taking and there's times where I'm in the mode of taking and there's times when you're in the mode of taking. So don't judge it. Don't make it this wrong thing. Like it's not okay for that person to want to take and don't feel like obligated to do something for someone and then expect them to do it for you. Like who are you to do something for someone and then expect them to do it back for you? And that justifies their their uh, whole being of what kind of person that person is. They may not be in a strong enough vessel yet because they haven't taken enough from the, or they haven't allowed people to pour in them enough. So they have to take or receive the pour to allow that, that pouring of abundance, allowing that pouring of prosperity, to allow that pouring of sustenance sustenance. And that sustenance then allows them to fill up, 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 fill, 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 fill. And then it fill is so high and then it starts to pour over and that's when they start pouring into other people's vessels. But when we hoard, when we hoard, ooh, it's like, it's like literally, I can say it to you like this, nature does not hoard from us. 
because it wants us to survive and it wants us to live. So it constantly gives of itself. The sun, the moon comes out, the oceans, the rain falls, everything, the trees give, everything is giving to us so that we can sustain life. And again, there's that word again, sustain life, not just live life. There's nothing, you can live life, you can live life, but to sustain life, oh my goodness, that's a wonderful one right there. That takes you to greater heights in your thoughts now, doesn't it? To sustain life, not to just live life, to sustain life. Just like if I was to say, to be a prosperous person, you could be a prosperous person. Someone can give you some money and prosperity can flow to you and then it stops. But that's because you're not sustaining prosperity in your being, sustaining joy, sustaining health, sustaining freedom and, and sustaining possibility, sustaining magic, sustaining artistry. All of these things have sustainable um, components, but you're just not tapping into them. You're only tapping into the, to the instant gratification of it and then it wears out and then you go back into this idea that you have to like, go out there and take, 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 take because you have no, your vessels not getting poured into because you're not aligning yourself to the idea that you can be poured into. And this is really important. Like a lot of times I'll hear people say to me, I had this woman say to me just recently in New York, she said, you know, I, I, I really love my job. She said, I said, really? Cause it doesn't sound like you love your job. She goes, no, but I do. I said, you don't have to convince me. I would see it right away if you loved your job. And I can definitely tell you, you do not love your job. And she goes, okay, well, I love one aspect of my job, but there's all these other things that I do that I don't love. And I said, okay, but you have your own business. And she said, yes. So I said, but why do you do those other things? Like, why do you do the marketing and the PR and the this and the that and the other when you know good and well that you don't find joy in doing it? She's like, well, how else am I going to do it? I said, you call it in. You ask the spirits, you ask creation to create something or someone to come in and handle this area that you don't want to handle. But why would you ever agree? Why would you ever say it's okay right? To have someone, someone not to come in and be okay with the position that you're in when you don't really want to do it. It's the same thing. Like if someone put food in front of you and you don't want to eat it, then don't eat it. Why would you, what would you want to do? You want to force yourself to eat something that you're not meant to eat so you can be miserable, sick, and tired later? That's not, that's not, that's not productive. And see, the thing is, I said, we've gotten so caught up in this world of the idea that we have to listen to our authority figures that they've pounded into us this idea of authority, 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 obey, 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 do, 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 you know? And so you get into this whole place of realizing that the authority or the obey principle that is enforced upon you on life has never been a question mark. It's always just been a do and obey, do and obey, do and obey. It was never never a question mark. There was never allowing you to have that question mark, which is so necessary for evolution. How can human beings not think that not having a question mark on something does not make you evolved? Of course it does. It takes you even higher because you're open to all of the different energies that are becoming from that question mark. The question mark on life, why we're here, what are we doing? What, how do I get over this cancer? How do I get over this? You just keep asking the questions and eventually the spirit will respond or some being will respond and give you what you need. That's what Edgar Cayce did. You know, He would ask a question and he would go to sleep and then all of a sudden the spirits would uh, connect with him in the dream world and tell him how to heal, help that person. And then he would wake up and have exactly what they needed to do in order to get better. We all have that ability. This isn't some kind of special gift only given to the shamans or to the mystics or to those who devoted their lives to spirit in such a way. No, this is given to everyone. Every single person has this ability, has this ability to step into this place of really allowing themselves to experience these wonderful gifts and be able to experience them from the truth of their being and authenticity. Authenticity, the, 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 the truth of your being. Like for instance, if you said to me, Shaman Durek, 
Would you like to go um, help me um, work on the changing the oil on my car? I would laugh. I'd say, <laughs> you're so kind to ask for me to do such a thing, but there's no way I will ever be under a car changing oil. And that's okay. People are, oh, you're so pompous. You would never go under the car and change oil. And I would say, yes. And if that makes me pompous, then I guess I am a pompous shaman because I'm not going to go under the car and change oil. Now, if you said to me, Shaman Dirk, will you help me you know, build this treehouse for my kids and um, cut wood and do things? Well, that's something I would do because I want to do it. And I'm not going to do something I don't want to do just because it makes you happy or it makes me look quote unquote good or it makes me feel like, oh, look, I'm doing something. Yay. To what? To get in a reward, perhaps a gold medal, a star, a ribbon, or perhaps I'm going to get a promotion or whatever. If I do something that I don't want to do, then I'm in the wrong place, period. And that's what common sense teaches you. Common sense teaches you that if I don't like wearing that shirt, I don't need to wear it. And if I don't like eating that food, I don't need to eat it. And if someone says to me, you should eat it, I'm not going to eat it. I remember having uh, my family from Hawaii, my two cousins, I was staying with them in their home. And uh, they asked me to eat pork when I was a kid. And they put it on the plate and I wouldn't eat it. And they told me, if you don't eat it, we're going to beat you. I said, well, then you better beat me because I'm not going to eat it. Because I'd rather take the beating than force myself to do something I don't really want to do. You see? And so... That's the same thing. It's like when you meet someone, for instance, and you want to be intimate with them, and then in the middle of your intimacy, you realize you don't want to be with that person. You don't follow through with the intimacy with them and in the energy, the sexual um, energy that you're you're in. You stop it and say, "I'm, you know, I want you to know that I'm honoring you right now, and I'm honoring myself." But I have to say, I have to end this because I'm not fully present with you, and I'm not enjoying it. And I'm glad that you're enjoying it. And if you are enjoying it, but I'm not enjoying it and you deserve to be with someone who enjoys it. So let's stop and um, let's not do this anymore. And it's very simple. If you're in a relationship with someone and you know you don't need to stay in the relationship for your children, even though I hear women always say to me, but I have kids, you don't understand. No, but I do understand. Not the part of the kids part, but what I understand is the truth part is that if you lie to yourself and do things that you don't want to do, the ramifications and suffering that you will place on your kids will be so much more far greater than that of you leaving the situation and building in your life and honoring your truth and sharing with with your kids, your truth, and helping them understand that this is your signature of who you are. You can't lie to yourself. You can't do something that you don't want to do. And that you and you also advise them to take the same way of living in themselves when they choose to feel like their friend wants them to do drugs or something, or here, come on, smoke this joint. And they don't want to do it. You don't have to do it. It doesn't matter what someone may say or what they may think because what they say and what they may think is their own issue. If someone gets upset with you because you don't do something, like I would go to a party. I was in a party recently in Miami and I went to an event a friend of mine was DJing at and this person offered me Coke and I just put my hand to my chest and I bowed to them and said, no, thank you. And they said, oh, okay, fine. You know, but if this person was like, no, you need to do this Coke. If you're going to be a hang out with us, you better do this Coke. You're going to hang out with us. I'd be like, well, then I'm... I'm not going to do it. So I'm not going to hang out with you. If that's the ultimatum that you're making, then I will honor it and honor you. Because if you don't want someone around you who's sober all the time and you're all coked out, well, then that's your choice to be coked out. I did those things in my younger youth. I don't need to do those things now. And so those things do not apply to me, nor do I find them very interesting at all. Because like everyone knows, if whoever done coke, once you do coke, you have to do more and more and more and really to keep the high. And that's just not fun. I have sustainable high by being in love and, and, and playing and having fun and laughing and having great conversations with friends. And then you know, this sustainable joy is the same love is so much better than a bag of Coke, right? And so if we get into the understanding of like health and wellness, right? True health and wellness is recognizing your environment. You just, because your parents were born, you know, you were born in a hot temperature climate doesn't mean that that is right for you. You could be having health problems just because of the fact that where you live, the environment is actually causing attack upon your system versus actually helping your system. And here's another thing too, is that when you are talking about health and wellness, you know, you may want to become vegan or vegetarian because everyone is doing the vegan vegetarian train, but your body needs some form of meat. Don't go force yourself to be a vegan and a vegetarian when you know you want to 
eat a steak of meat, but you don't have to eat steak after steak after steak and ruin your intestines and have putrefying itself in your body. You don't need that. You probably just need like a little bit of meat once a month or a little bit of meat once a week. And it could be just little strips of beef or little strips of chicken, these types of things, you know. But the thing is, if you feel that you have to do something in order to meet someone's expectation or approval or to get them to, you know, to, to say, yes, I, I, I support you, I love you, I see you. And this is what they need to do and jump through all these hoops in order to make someone's approval, then that's not the person you need to be putting your energy with because anything that you feel you have to do that you don't want to do and you do it anyway is actually the ramifications of what you're creating energetically for yourself. First of all, let me explain something to you. If you're at a job that you work at and you're only doing it to pay the bills, but you don't really like where you're working, chances are you're actually creating a longer journey of suffering in your life because you're basically telling your being, I don't love you enough to give you what is rightfully yours and honor you and believing that you can do it. So for instance, the the way to look at that is to realize that as you ask for what you need, then God responds. But spirit doesn't respond to your lies, okay? Darkness does. So let's get clear because a lot of times people will be like, well, I wanted this and I wanted that and I got it. Yeah, you got it, but you got it from the shadow beings. Not the, let me give it a different name, the shadow beings. Let's call it the dark the dark ones, right? Because the shadow is a whole nother topic, right? And the shadow is actually your friend. It's there to help you because it's the light of your being that takes on the responsibility of that which you won't take responsibility for and it turns into the shadow. But the shadow is really your friend. But we'll do a whole nother podcast on shadow to really get you geared up in that. But let's talk about this energy, right, of spirit. Spirit of the light, focus on the truth of the light, that which is truthful to you, meaning what you truly want to do is really more truthful than you doing something that you don't want to do and actually trying to convince yourself it's truthful. It's actually the biggest misnomer and biggest mistake you can make in your life because that's where you create pain and suffering and and congestion in your being. And that's when you have to decongest your being and, you know, and clear your being. But if you're constantly having some form of chronic problems, chronic situation, some form of pain or discomfort in your body, your mind, or your emotions, it's because you are out of the blueprint of your life. You are doing things, are dating people, are in relationships, are living in an area that is considered to be an aggressive attack upon your system. Now, the level of attack depends upon each individual, but I can tell you this, that in order to be true health and wellness, it's not just about you doing yoga classes and having your Lululemons on, or if you're going and doing green smoothies or you're taking sound baths and one day you're meditating and next day you're doing ayahuasca and whatever these things are, these things don't make you spiritual and they may not be right for you. Everyone isn't right for ayahuasca. Everyone isn't right for sound bath. Everyone isn't right for mudras. Everyone isn't right for hot yoga. Everyone isn't right to work with a shaman. Everyone isn't right to go to those places. And when I say work with a shaman, shamanism, it goes across the board. But when I say work with a shaman, I mean work with a shaman in the sense of becoming a shaman, right? It's not right for everyone. Some people can train with me who I do. I have students who train with me. They're not training to be shamans. They just want to up their game in being a psychologist or up their game in being a Reiki healer or up their game. And when I say game, meaning the way they play within the matrix, right? They want to have a stronger power, a stronger awareness and a stronger direction of energy and movement and things that they can actually tap into that are real, real things that affect the matrix in a way that opens up more doorways of the light to penetrate through the field of disillusionment. So when we get into that space of recognizing health and wellness, it's not about those things. And so I really want you to restructure that for yourself. It'd be the greatest gift you've ever done for yourself is really to kind of tune in to what actually is supportive to you and your being and who you are on every level, all the way down to your DNA. What supports you best, not what supports your friends or supports your family or supports your teacher or supports your, your, your um, authority figure. What supports you? I knew in a very earlier stage of my life that school did not support me. And I knew because I complained about it all the time. And there are some students who can just get up and go to school and just sit into the teacher and take the test and come out with straight A's and just like nail it. 
Then there's people who are not meant to be in school. They're meant to be in things that support them artistically, creatively, and spiritually. And therefore, school isn't the right platform for them. And they're going to feel like they're in jail. And if you ever hear a child say, feel like school is like prison, that's because they're not meant to be there. And so if you put them through there, don't be surprised if your kid always, always want to, all, one day ends up being, you know, having um, diabetes or any of these types of health problems, because you're putting them in an environment that is not supportive to who they are. If your kid all of a sudden gets diabetes or has some health problem that comes out of nowhere, or yourself for that matter, it's because you're not sitting in the place where you're supposed to sit as according to who and what you are. The, the the understanding of that is recognizing that every time you open your mouth, you have to ask yourself, are you really asking to spirit what you really need because of who you are? Are you asking for things because you don't really think you're going to get it? And so you're kind of uh, playing this kind of meandering, like, you know, like tippy-toeing, like, mm, yeah, I mean, I really wanted that, but I'm not, don't think I'm going to get it. So I'm going to go for that. It's the greatest disservice you can do to yourself as a spiritual being and a leader, because literally spirits in the underworld that are paying attention to you are like, oh, they don't believe that they're worthy enough to have that. So that means they have worth issues and that they lack. So let's go ahead and make it even stronger in them so that it consumes their entire being. And now we have someone who's acting out and completely operating outside of character because they are and dated with the lies of things that they've accepted by them making a choice to do something that they really don't want to do. It's really important. So, so if you do something you don't like, then it does have major spiritual repercussions. And the thing is, you won't know what they are until they happen because it's really affecting you um, energetically first. And then it goes to all these different stages and levels depending upon where you are in your evolution. So don't set yourself back. Don't put yourself through major spiritual repercussions of your lies, of not honoring yourself by honoring your truth. Like if you say, I want to, I want to have a nice car, then go for the nice car. It's like me and my niece found that we were in Miami and we booked an Airbnb and we wanted to save money. And we ended up being in a dump. And this place was so bad. I literally am I felt so bad for my niece. I felt like, oh my God, this is like a place where they would traffic women. Like what 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 are these pictures on Airbnb? They're completely different. It's like this place is like very drab and there's stickiness on the counters and everything looks like they, the people who had it didn't take good care of it and stuff. And I looked at her, I said, you know what this is about, right? And she goes, Yeah. And I go, What do you think it's about? And she said, This is about the fact that we're trying to save money. And and we want to look for something that's less expensive so we can save that money instead of just doing what's right for us by getting ourselves something that is right in alignment to who we are and what it is that we want to experience. And in that moment, we made a decision that no matter where we travel in the world and no matter where we go, we're never going to stay in a place that's shabby or even close to shabby or even close to like not at the luxury level that we deserve to have. Because look at what we're doing in the world, traveling the world, you know, empowering empowering women, empowering men, being the shaman for all people, television shows, this thing, that thing. Go, 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 go. We deserve comfort. Comfort. Everyone deserves comfort. The more energy you put out there, you need to replenish back in. And I'm not replenishing back in if I'm staying in a dump. So we made a decision, no more. And I made a decision in my life that I will never get on an airplane unless it's first class. And people are like, what are you talking about? I said, I'd rather have the money to pay for first class than to get on an airplane and sit and coach and be miserable for a long period of time because I'm so tall, it hurts my knees and I don't have space and I don't feel comfortable. And so, no. So the thing is, I always tell people what you have to do is that you have to create an awareness with creation of your true needs. The moment I made a decision that I would never fly anything but first class, I've always had the money to be able to fly first class. The moment I made a decision that I would only choose places that are beautiful and and that are powerfully created by people who really believe that when they have guests stay in their home on Airbnb, that it's a place that's exquisite and powerful and nurturing and everything. And I just simply say that that's all I will accept. And therefore, the universe sends that right to me. But the thing is, people compromise way too much, right? 
You compromise in love. You compromise in the place you live. You compromise what type of food you eat. You know, all of these things. I had a friend who said, well, I can't afford to eat healthy food. I said, but you can. And however for you to do so, you're going to have to start making a decision that the universe will supply your lifestyle of eating healthy because that is what you want and that is what you will do. And as soon as he made that decision, all of a sudden, all this extra money came in from other sources and things, and he was able to eat all the healthy, raw, vegan food that he wanted from the most healthiest places in the city because he was willing to embrace the part of himself that is capable of manifesting and creating anything at a moment's notice if you truly call it into truth of your being authentically right? So that's why I say call in the truth, right? What is calling in the truth? Calling in the truth is like, if I, if I want a Ferrari, I'm not going to say, oh, well, I'll settle for the BMW. I'm like, no, I want a Ferrari and that's it. So um, I'll give you an example. For instance, I have a friend and she lives in, um, in LA with her husband. They're a wonderful couple, beautiful friends of mine. And they, you know, they said to me, she said, you know, I have a BMW. I said, oh, I really love your BMW. And at the time I had like one of those little rice, rice cars. And if you know anything about me, if you ever heard me talk about it on my um, IG uh, lives on Instagram, I used to race cars. I used to buy these little fast and furious cars and I would race them for money to win the pot. And I stopped racing cars and my my dad's like what's this like a shaman racing cars like that's that's kind of interesting you know but i got into too many accidents and came close to many times of dying i had to spin out my car once i was racing down franklin and this korean guy pulled on the side of me and when he did he looked at me and stuff and he, he was, you were going down franklin you have this really thin street and he pulled so fast in front of me that i literally lost like i had to either like slam on my brakes or lose control. And so I lost control and I like spun the wheel because I saw that if I didn't spin the wheel, that I was going to smash into something. And I spun the wheel and it made the car spin. So that way, you know, it was screeching and spinning down the street and it didn't smash into something. But one time I was racing and I did, it was in the rain and I made a turn off the freeway. And instead of me making the turn, I went into hydroplane and I smashed into this pole really, really hard. I thought I was going to flow, fly through the window shield. And my father was like, when are you going to give up this racing? You know, I was obsessed. I was racing for since I was a kid. I used to race in San Francisco across the Golden Gate Bridge for money. Everyone would put a hundred bucks in the pot and we all race. So that's a little tidbit about the shaman. Uh, I was a shaman racer, <laughs> if you want to geek out on that a little bit. So the thing is, is uh, like what I was saying, going back to what I was saying, is that I, my friend of mine was like, oh, you know, you should, t- you should borrow my BMW. I had just moved to LA. And so, you know, she said, oh, you know, why don't you borrow my BMW so you can see what it's like to ride a BMW. So I rode in it. And after I gave it back to her, she's like, she's like well, you should really get one. You should have a BMW because, you know, you're in LA now and you need to have a nice car and people will take you seriously. And she's like, well, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to wait because you're a shaman and you don't make a lot of money and you're not going to be able to afford a BMW. So you're going to have to work and save that money to get a BMW, but at least you know what it feels like. So you have something to put your manifestation towards. And I started laughing. She said, what's so funny? I said, honey, let me explain something to you. Okay. I have a very real relationship with God. She said, what do you mean by that? I mean, if I truly, truly, really need something for my, for who I am, and I speak with authenticity of the fact that I choose that that's what I need and that's what I'll have, and I don't want to do something I don't want to do, God gives me full permission not to do it because God would never put me into something that would bring negative feelings of sadness and depression and energies that would make me feel bad for having to be a part of something or have something in my possession that would make me feel dark and heavy and bring me the darkness to get into my algorithms of my thinking and start making me think against myself and against other people and so forth. And so to go down, to not go down that spiral gyra, I have to really be present with the fact that I am choosing to be in complete alignment with God, you know? And so I will have that BMW. And she said, oh, really? I said, yes, someone's going to give it to me. And she goes, oh, okay. Well, anyway, being that said, uh, two weeks later, my girlfriend at the time, an amazing, she's an amazing woman. She said to me, you know, what do you want for your birthday coming up? And I said, 
She goes, anything, ask for anything you want. And I said, anything? She goes, anything. She's like, give me like a list of five things. We were laying on the couch cuddling. And she goes, give me five things, babe, that you want for um, your birthday. And I said, okay. I said, um, I would like more video games and I would like to take a trip somewhere. And, you know, and then she goes, she goes, what else? What's like something really that you want? I said, well, she says, what about a car? Like if you were to have a new car, would you, what kind of new car would you want? I said, well, I want the, the BMW because I just, I rode it recently and I really like the way it drives. I would want a, a convertible BMW James Bond style series BMW. And she goes, oh, okay. And what about the other ones? And I told her the other ones and so forth. And that was that. My birthday came and she surprised me by buying me a BMW. And, uh, it was really special. Now you're thinking, okay, who kind of girlfriend are you dating, right? But my girlfriend's brother is Keanu Reeves, and she, you know, was very, you know, always taken care of in a very beautiful way through him and through herself as a writer in Hollywood. And so she went and got me a BMW. And when I got the BMW, she literally uh, said to me you know, I wanted to give you this car. And the first thing that came to me was like, thank you. Thank you, God. Because I know that it wasn't her that brought it to me. It was my relationship with creation, my relationship with spirit, my relationship with God. She was the vessel in which it came through. So I thought that was really amazing. So that's why I always say it's really important for us to be aware of these things. And I remember my friend saying to me, oh, well, you can't just accept a BNW. You need to send it back. You need to give it back. You didn't work for it. And I said, work for it? Is that what you believe you have to do in life in order to manifest things? You see, the thing is, my darlings, as we step into recognizing how to live a life where we create health and wellness in our life, health and wellness is being honest to ourselves about how we live our lives and the conditions in which we live our lives and the environment in which we live our lives. Is it conducive and is it in honesty, in truth to who we are as spirit? So the moment you lie to yourself, the moment you say that I can't have this because I didn't work hard for it, I don't have a job or I this and that and the other, you're limiting the universe for showing you sustainable joy, sustainable happiness, sustainable wellness, sustainable health and wellness because health isn't just about what you eat. It's about how you see yourself, how you treat yourself and how you acknowledge who you are and what can be in your life. So I really, I really, really believe that you have the ability to live truthfully with creation, to live truthfully with your life. If you are at a job right now that you don't like, get out of that job. If you are in a relationship right now that you are not wanting to do, get out of that relationship. Get out of that friendship that is that feels toxic to you because it is. There's no reason for you to do things that you don't want to do. And if you're with someone who is putting the moves on you in a date and you don't want to do it, you just say, I don't feel to do this. I'm not the right person to do this with because I'm not 100% in your energy space to create and to give myself to you on that level. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do, my darlings. And it's really important to understand that spirit responds to truthful actions and expands it. And when you are operating from a truthful place, the beings of light respond to it and expand it. And when you're operating from an untruthful place in your needs and desires of who you are and what you, and what you allow in your life, then you are allowing darkness to come in and operate from a place of decreasing it and creating more difficulty in it. And there's no reason for you to do that. So it is important for you to always remember to do what you want to do and don't do what you don't want to do for any reason. If you have your own business and you're creative and you don't want to do the business, then don't do it and tell spirit to bring someone to do the business and that per spirit will bring that person and align you with them. And that person will come in and support you in your creative ways as they handle the business. Doing something that you don't want to do is really, truly a mark against yourself in love. It means that you're not loving on yourself in the highest degree, in the highest order that you can love on yourself. 
The sky's the limits, my darlings. Health and wellness for everyone. Health and wellness. Achieve health and wellness by recognizing what is authentic and real to you must be the place in which you operate from. And you will always have sustainable health and sustainable joy, sustainable love in your life because you will understand that true health and wellness is the embodying of self-love and recognition and honoring of oneself in truth and authenticity. I love you all so, 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 so much. And I love you. And I can never stop loving all of you. And if you ever, ever, ever see me, please don't be shy. I had someone tell me recently that I was at a camp out and they didn't even come and give me a hug. It really saddened my heart that they felt they couldn't even come up and give me a hug. It doesn't matter where I am. It doesn't matter who I'm talking to. You come up to me. You give me that hug so I can bless you up, so I can feel your love and be in your embrace as well. We're in this thing together. It's a wonderful thing, life, people, nature, spirit, all of it, creation. So enjoy this life, honor this life and love this life and live this life to your fullest and don't make any kind of bucket list because we don't do bucket list as a tribe. We do life list. Make a life list and live it, be it and feel it and be completely submerged in it and know that you are a being of health and wellness, not by just what you eat or what classes you take on the weekend. It is how in which you see your evolution and everything that is surrounding you in your environment. Harmony and balance is the key to true health and wellness. I love you all so much. And if you haven't left me any reviews or if you haven't gone to Instagram and joined me in the tribe at Instagram so you can have communication with me and send me DMs and get to have a connection with me. I'm here for you, my darlings. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm here for you. I'm here for you so that you can see the amazing leader that you are. However, sometimes it takes just a little bit of love, a little bit of that zhuzhing of love in your being to just embrace you and so that you can face you and you can see the love that I have for you is the same love you have for yourself. You just needed to embrace it and put your mind upon it. So I welcome you to that wonderful journey of life and that wonderful journey of celebration of life, acknowledging that you did it. You're still here and we still have time to change this world for the better. Until next show, everyone, I love you, love you, love you. Bye.